Hey, I'm Coach Mickey. Thank you so much for joining me. And uh, for those of you that are joining us for the first time, come on in and make yourself comfortable. And for those of you that join me on a regular basis, I'm so glad that you do. I know this is not always an easy subject to talk about, but knowing that you're not alone as a binge eater, I think really helps not only me, but also helps you uh get control of this, what I like to call food addiction. Um, I'm going to start out right from the beginning. Yes, I am a binge eater. Um, I eat my emotions. If you looked at me now, it would be hard to believe that I could actually down a large bag of potato chips, a half a cheesecake and a whole pizza. And and depending on the day and the emotion I was going through, it would be so much more. Um, so let's just call this what it is. It's an addiction. It's a, it's a food addiction. And we are using food as a coping mechanism instead Instead of addressing some of the issues that we may be going through during that time frame during the day, maybe what you've done over weeks, months, for me, it's been years. And like any other addictions that where you can get clean or sober or just quit, there is no way you can just stop eating and move on with your life. So that's why, in my humble opinion, I really truly believe that food addiction is probably one of the hardest ones to overcome. Uh, it's our lifeline. I mean, we have no choice. It's an everyday occurrence. We need to stay alive. Uh, we, it is part of our culture. It's part of what we do. It's part of our everyday life. And we're going to have to face it. So as a binge eater, uh, I know how much of a struggle this is. I really, really do understand. And that's why I decided to do this podcast to be able to not only share what I've gone through, but also to help you. Uh, for us as binge eaters, it's a constant struggle. Um, it's choices along with every emotional roller coaster that keeps us going. And it, it cycles. It cycles through. Like I said, depending on the day that we are addressing a feeling uh, depends on what we're eating. And I do understand. So let's just cut right to the chase and, and move on with this so we can get right down to it. I'm going to tell you right now, my podcasts are pretty genuine. Sometimes we get down and dirty. Um, I'm going to always be honest with you and you're going to hear things maybe you don't want to hear. But if you're here listening to this podcast, most likely you're ready to make the changes in your life. And again, the reason for this podcast is just to let you know that you're not alone. We're, we're a secret society. We are secret eaters. Uh, I know for a fact, I am, I am just as guilty as uh, other people I have spoke with that eating for me was always in secret. It was when no one was home. It was no one was around. It was in my car. And I know for a fact, as binge eaters, we uh, we do it in private. And that's why I call us binge eaters a, a secret society because we do it all in secret. And, and trust me, I'm probably one of the biggest members. So I, I, I totally get it. So let's, let's take a look and see if you recognize any of these actions. And maybe one of them, maybe all of them. And if you are listening to this, you know, uh, maybe some all uh, fit that criteria. Maybe it's not as extreme as as I portray at times, but and then there's other people uh, that I know are listening that have know all of these facets of being a binge eater. So let's start with the first one. Uh, eating normal meals um, when we're with others, but we can't wait to eat or binge when we're alone. Yep, 
on that one. Not eating or eating little with others only to binge later. Yep, I've done that. I've been the one that has said, no, I'm just going to have salad or, oh, I ate earlier or I'm just, I just kind of pick and then I cannot wait to go home and grab something or go through the drive through on my way back from meeting with friends. Um, even when you're full, you still need to continually eat more. And that goes along with the binge eating where we, we stuff ourselves because we're trying to stifle the emotions and you just keep eating and have no concept of whether you're full or not. Never feeling satisfied. And that's a biggie. And we are going to cover that in um, many of the podcasts that I'm going to do in the future, because I think this goes a lot further. Never feeling satisfied has a lot to do with never feeling satisfied because of our feelings or what the triggers that are, are setting off our emotional eating and, and what's happening. Uh, so we'll, we'll definitely cover that. Uh, hiding food and saving it uh, to consume in secret later. Um, if you have read my book, uh, Binge on Life, uh, Not a Cheesecake, you will read the first story in that book that tells you about how angry I was and how I actually hit a cheesecake to only binge on in the car by myself and then uh, throw away all the evidence. Uh, and I'm sure that if those of you listening to that are binge eaters, you can identify with that. Uh, thinking about food and feeling deprived of diets, you know, I, I really, really uh, get frustrated with diets because unless you really have got a professional that is helping you with this, it shouldn't be something where you're depriving yourself. And, and if you knew how many times I said, oh, I'm on a diet, I'm on a diet, I'm on a diet. And I would do really great for like a day or two. And then I would just binge because I felt like I was depriving myself. And that's that's such a difficult thing. But we, we can, we can, we're going to work on that. Uh, losing control where you can't stop eating because you, if you, you're losing control because you're out of control, your life is out of control. What is ever happening, whatever you're thinking, whatever you're feeling, you, it, it feels like you're totally spinning out of control. And when you eat, you feel like you're in control of something, which is really a lie because we're really eating out of control. Uh, feeling emotionally satisfied by using food to relieve stress or anxiety. And we will get into the science of that. But yes, feeling emotionally satisfied by using food to relieve stress, it's a quick fix. And, and it's a lie. And, and there's more to it than just the food itself. Um, feeling numb, checking out in a conscious mind, and eating to feel emotionally stable. I cannot tell you how many times I have been emotionally uh, thrashed. And and I've, I, I was just telling a friend the other day, you know, I, I used to look at my life and say, I'm comfortably numb. I've allowed so many things in my life to just just get stifled and I've taken, I'm numb. I don't address them. I didn't look at it. But instead of addressing what was going on, I use food to, to fill those void. And I was, you know, not consciously eat. I was always eating because I wasn't addressing the things that really were causing me to eat. Uh, habitual eating, just because you've always done it. Oh my gosh. Okay. So let's talk about that. I have been on the road to recovery uh, for quite a while. And, and I will be honest, I mean, even to this day, there are moments where I will find myself just going to the refrigerator because I, it's a habit, you know, uh, instead of measuring out a snack or something, I, I will find myself just my hand, like it has a mind of its own where I'm just shoveling food. And I have to consciously address that on a regular basis, but I'm going to be honest. And I told you, I'll be transparent. Binge eating is not like any other other addiction because, again, you can quit. You can, uh, you know, just 
be clean, you can be sober. And, and those are very difficult things. Believe me, I'm not, I'm not taking anything away from those because those are very challenging things to address. And those of you that have overcome that, good for you. And I congratulate you. But as binge eaters, again, we have to look at food every single day. And it's something that has to, we have to learn how to make it part of our life and make friends with it. Uh, feeling guilty, shameful, and regretful after eating. Yeah, yeah. Uh, again, going back to the cheesecake, I cannot tell you how not only physically sick I felt, but emotionally sick. And it was horrible. It was just horrible. Um, uncontrollable urges to eat large amounts of food. And, and again, that goes into what emotions and what triggers are attached to that. So if you said yes to any of these, I truly understand uh, this was my life of 40 years of hiding food, eating out of control, mindless food binges, attempting to satisfy every emotional void that I was dealing with. Um, and, and I do, I do understand. However, the good news is it, we can overcome this and it's going to take some conscious acknowledgement and we're going to have to identify the triggers and you're going to have to learn how to create a healthy lifestyle. But I'm here with you. And that's why I'm doing this podcast, because I'm going to tell you stories that were, like I said, ugly. And some of you listening to it will can identify with it. And maybe some of you hopefully maybe are catching some catching yourself before it goes on as years. Now, this podcast is not only for adults. This is for uh, teenagers. Um, this is for parents. This is for people that uh, uh, look at food in in a different way than than other people do. And and I really hope that this gives me an opportunity to help help you in as much many many ways that I can, as much as I can. Um, I found food that connected with me emotionally, and I'm sure that's what you're going through. And uh, as we know, false gives us that false sense of security and comfort and happiness. Um, I used all that food to fill those emotional voids. And, and, and like I said, it just left me empty. Uh, so within this podcast, I am going to address all these things we talked about. Let's identify the triggers. Let's talk about what's going on. Let's get, I'm going to give you tips on how to get through this, what to do in, you know, in the event of a binge, what, you know, what's happening in our brains and, and all of these other factors that go into, to binge eating. So I want to thank you so much for being here. Um, I applaud you. I congratulate you. And I'm excited to work with you and help you get through this, uh, this binge eating cycle. So as I said, let's binge on life, not a cheesecake. And, uh, I will look forward to seeing you soon and watching you thrive. Until our next episode, I love you. See ya.